We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Rigger. A pleasure to have you along. It's week five of the high school football season. Let's preview it with Cody Elliott. He is the sports editor and preps reporter for the Daily News Record. You can check out more of their stuff. DNRonline.com slash sports. Hi, Cody. How are you, sir? Doing well. Doing well. Ready for another week. (laughs) Hard to believe it's week five, isn't it? It is, yeah. You know, we're we're sitting here getting ready for the week and um, just looking at some of the matchups, I mean, we're already getting ready to start Valley District play. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so matchups are starting to have meaning in terms of playoff positioning and things like that. I mean, I think some of the contenders have started to separate themselves a little bit. So I, I, it feels like we just got started and, we, and, you know, we still are learning a lot. But at the same time, I mean, we're, we're approaching the midway point um, where, where things start to get pretty serious. A couple of games I want to hit on quickly from last week that uh, were big games, and we'll get into the games this week. But um, Central down 14 nothing right away. They come back and, and throw a shutout in the second half and, and get a 21-14 victory. Big win for Central as they put themselves uh, atop the bull run right now. Yeah, huge, huge win. Um, obviously, we talked about it last week, I, the, the game of the week and, and maybe the game of the year so far. Um, in terms of you know two perennial playoff contenders, um, two of the top teams in, in the area this season. Um, both those teams are going to be okay. I expect both of them to, to have success in the playoffs and, and potentially meet again, maybe even in the region 2B championship or, or down the line somewhere. But, um, man, what a, what a football game. Um, Clark County really looked like they were in control for the first half and, and um, really having their way. They had shut down the central offense, and, and they were having success with their own run game. Um, and then the, the role just got completely reversed at halftime, and, and Central just dominated that second half to pull out the victory. So um, huge, huge win for Central. Um, like you said, put them in the driver's seat. Um, it'll be interesting to see what Strasburg can, can say about that. Um, they've got a big game this week against Clark County, and mm-hmm. then obviously they'll have one against Central down the line. But, um, it, but in terms of right now, I mean, I think that win last week put Central in the driver's seat and really opened up a lot of people's eyes. Were you surprised that Fort Defiance also uh, came back and got Broadway 19-7 last week? I, I'm not necessarily surprised that they beat him. I thought coming into that game that Fort had a chance at, at getting a win there. Um, you know, Fort has been playing well. They they had a good matchup there, I thought. But the way Broadway dominated that game physically in the first half, um, you know, seven nothing at halftime. Uh, Fort really wasn't able to get anything going at all on the on the offensive side of things. Um, they were struggling a lot with just the size and the physicality of Broadway. And, and even though it was only seven nothing, it really felt like Broadway had dominated that game up until that point. And for them to just come out in the second half. Um, similar to Central, and just kind of flip the script and take over that game. I think that was that was the surprising part for me. Um, you know, they're a really young team, still learning, like we've talked about before. For them to, to do that really just showed how far they've come and, and, and you know, the improvement that they've made from a year ago. Um, they, they've still got a lot of a lot of challenges coming ahead. I, I was at their practice earlier this week and talked to some of the assistant coaches. I mean, they've got – a brutal district schedule, but um, to to do that against Broadway, a physical team who had really you know dominated them along the lines in that first half, um, that that was really impressive to me. Yeah, no question about that. We're talking with Cody Elliott from the DNR as we get set for Week Five of this high school football season tonight, and let's talk about some of these games. There's some good games around the area, and let's start uh, let's start with the East Rock and TA game. Obviously, it's not a district game; it will be in the future, but uh, obviously, East Rock's still in the Bull Run District right now. But TA got a good win. At Western Albemarle last week, East Rock trying to get back in the win column, kind of sputtering a little bit at one and three right now. But to what do you make of this matchup with TA and East Rock? Well, there, it's certainly going to have plenty of storylines. Yeah. I mean, obviously, <laughs> you look at the, the TA athletic director Donnie Coleman is a long time um, East Rock and football coach there. Uh, then, obviously, their current football coach Scott Turner 
uh, spent last year as the head coach at East Rock, and, and before that was a long time off coordinator. So there's a lot of familiarity there. Um, I talked to Scott earlier this week about that, about how different that could be. Uh, obviously, you know, all these coaches in the area are, are familiar with each other, but when you've spent time um, extensively with the, the way Scott has with those players at East Rock, um, he's gotten to know them on a personal level, and so that obviously changes things in, in terms of what he knows about them, how he can prepare for them. Um, so that's going to be interesting to watch. Um, I, I, I think T.A. and East Rock are kind of coming into this game in, in opposite directions, uh, where, where East Rock was, was pretty disappointing last week and lost to Buffalo Gap. Um, never really got the offense going. Just really struggled, really didn't look like themselves after, you know, impressing a little bit and a loss to Central and kind of showing flashes of what they were capable of. Um, for them to come out kind of flat against Buffalo Gap was a little disappointing. And then T.A., meanwhile, goes over the mountain, gets the big win over Western. Um, is really feeling good about where they're at at 3-1. and one. So uh, two teams that are, are trending in opposite directions. It'll be interesting to see how this one matches up. You think East Rock can hang with them? I do. I think if, if East Rock plays to their full potential, now that's been easier said than done at times right. this year. Um, when, they, when they've played really well, they, they've, been, uh, they've shown that they can play with anyone, including Central um, and some of these other top schools. Uh, around around the area, but you know that's been the biggest question is the consistency. And um, you know, last week against Buffalo Gap, they certainly did not play up to their full potential, especially on the offensive side of the football. Um, a lot of missed opportunities, a lot of miscues and mistakes. Um, they've got to clean that stuff up. If they do, I think this is going to this is potential to be a really good game, um, one that could be really close into the fourth quarter. But um, if if they let it get away and they make mistakes and, and make miscues, the type of team that can make them pay. Talked to Coach Turner a little bit too uh, here the past couple of weeks, and it seems like his team's kind of starting to to figure it out a little bit and maybe find a little bit more consistency with with his uh, his system. Yeah, I think so, and and that's what a lot of people I think you know saw TA throughout the preseason and 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 kind of had some some past or some some thoughts about them based off past results and past seasons, and a lot of folks didn't realize um, you know one just how how good of an offensive mind Scott Turner is and. Um, his resume speaks for itself when you when you talk about that, and and two, you know that it takes time for these kids to learn the system. I mean, when when you watch TA play now, um, the the offense they're running is is just night and day from what they've done in the past. And um, you know they've got a guy back there at quarterback, Micah Shank, who was who was taking handoffs. And um, I just talked to him earlier this week as well, and he said that you know he hadn't played quarterback since little league. <laughs> and so for him to to try to make that adjustment, um, and you know along with all the other new pieces and. And it, and getting learning the playbook and everything. I mean, it it takes some time. And uh, you know, now as as we head into week five, I think like you said, they're they're starting to click. They're starting to show that they're understanding it. Um, and I, I think that has the potential to be really dangerous for the rest of the Valley District as league play, you know, approaches here in a couple weeks. Yeah, no question. We're talking with Cody Elliott from the DNR as we get set for week five of this high school football season. We'll stick in the Valley District as Spotswood goes on the road. Good test for them. They're three and one, playing great right now. They get a Wilson Memorial who is undefeated so far this year at three and zero. This will be a good test for Spotswood again. Yeah, it absolutely will. This is going to be a good one um, for both teams. I mean, Wilson. Is three and zero. You know, I would say last week was probably their biggest win, even though it was over a winless Waynesville team. Um, that's, a, that's a talented Waynesville team, so that was a good win. But they still haven't had that big win over a, a playoff type team. Um, and you could say the same for Spotswood, maybe potentially depending on what happens with East Rockingham. But um, you know, Wilson, I feel like it's still a little bit unproven, and this is a chance for them to kind of show that they're the real deal this year. Um, where Spotswood is probably approaching it the same way. So uh, a really good matchup, a non-district matchup that's become more of a rivalry in the past couple of years and more regular, um, one that wasn't really traditional until a couple of years ago. Now all of a sudden um, it's become an every-year thing. Uh, but two two really good teams, two teams that I think will both make the postseason, but 
Um, this is a this is a chance for both teams to kind of make a statement and show that they're ready to to put themselves in the, put themselves in the conversation with the the upper echelon of the area um, and some of those better teams. Um, this is a great opportunity for that. Obviously, we've talked about it. It's been a struggle for Harrisonburg. The Blue Streaks are zero and four. They've played a really tough schedule. They get a, an zero and four Fleming team. Do you know much about Fleming? This is a, a, another weird. Um, you know, geographically, it doesn't make much sense. But this is a, <laughs> an annual matchup that is that tends to happen um, every year, either in the regular season or the playoffs. Um, and, and Fleming has been similar to Harrisonburg in terms of they've been hit or miss. Um, you know, some years. They've been really, really good, and 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 they've blown Harrisburg out and, and ended their season a couple of times. And then there's been some years where Harrisburg's been able to beat them, and they, they've struggled. Um, I do know that William Fleming is is a, is a class five school. Um, usually comes uh, usually has a pretty talented um, group of players and, and a lot of athletes um, that, that that has typically given Harrisburg fits. Um, but in terms of this year's squad, I'm, I'm honestly not ter- too sure what to expect. I, I will say I'm surprised to, to see them. Um, setting winless so far in the season, but I think many people are saying the same thing about Harrisonburg. So um, there's no doubt this is kind of a, a unique situation with both these teams being 0-4 because usually, you know, I've done playoff previews for these this matchup. I've done <laughs> um, postseason predictions and things. So for both these teams to be 0-4 is definitely unique, and um, you know they're certainly hungry for their first win. Yeah, no question about that. Again, we're talking with Cody Elliott from the Daily News Record. You can read more of their stuff online at dnr.com dnronline.com let's talk a little bit about uh, the Shenandoah district and uh, we, we talked about Spotswood they're they're playing Wilson Memorial who's unbeaten so far uh, Fort Defiance at Rockbridge County Fort Defiance a team that uh, we, we just talked about how again they've got more wins than a year ago Rockbridge County one and three they're kind of struggling right now uh, do you see Fort going to four and one with it with a road win I think they do. Um, this, you know, Rockbridge has been struggling. They're under a first-year coach and Mark Martin Cox. It seems like they're still trying to get um, his new system under under wrap. Um, and then with just with the way he, or with the way Ford is playing, and um, you know the confidence that they're they're showing right now, um, this seems like another opportunity. And um, you know, it, I'm I'm sure that they've they've thought about the long-term prospects. If they get a win this week, that puts them at four wins on the year. Um, I think five is good enough to get you into the playoffs. And so at four wins, um, obviously you only have to get one the rest of the year to get in. Um, obviously they hope to win more games than that, but like I said, they do have a brutal stretch coming up down the stretch with uh, Wilson Memorial, Buffalo Gap, uh, Riverhead, Swords Draft, all in that schedule. So um, there's, there's a bunch of hard games coming up. So to get a win this week would be huge for Fort, um, especially you know their postseason aspirations. Um, and I certainly think they're capable of going down there and getting the job done. Yeah, no question. Good one tonight. Uh, Waynesboro playing host to Stanton. Stanton's 3-0. Waynesboro's still looking for that first win of the season. They've been competitive, but just not able to pick up a win. But um, is, is Stan for real? Are they a team that, 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 that could win that Shenandoah district? I think so, and, and similar to Wilson, I think tonight's a chance for them to kind of show that. Um, you know, they're, they're facing a Waynesboro team that is much better than their record indicates, and um, I think Stanton has, has, you know, faced some, some struggling teams early on this season, but this is a chance to, to get a good win. Um, again, similar to Fort, they've got a, a brutal district schedule coming up as well, so this this is another chance to, to take a win towards that playoff spot. But, yeah, I mean, Stanton has been really, really impressive. Walker Darby, their quarterback, is arguably – um, the best in the Shenandoah district right now, just in terms of passing. Um, they've got a lot of skill guys around them. The defense is really good. Um, the Stanton team has looked really impressive under Michael Bell. And I know the community has really rallied around around him and, and really supported him. And it seems like things are going in the right direction. So um, this is a fun matchup, um, a, a city 
rivalry that dates back a really long time. Um, you know, when you talk about the basketball court, there's a lot of, uh, you know, hard feelings between between these two teams <laughs> and these two schools. And so um, it kind of carries over to the gridiron a little bit, and um, it'll be a fun fun crowd and um, a lot of energy. So uh, a good chance for Waynesboro to get on track. But, yeah, if, if Stan can get a win here, I think, you know, it certainly opens some eyes and, and gets them a little more attention than they received so far. Also in the Shenandoah District, Buffalo Gap is at home. They get Bath County. Stewart's Draft is on the road. They play James River. Uh, Riverheads had the, had the bye week last week. Is it Tazewell? Is that who they play? Tazewell, Tazewell. yeah. Uh, yep. Um, that, uh, another uh, Southwest Virginia school um, that they've played a few times over the years. And um, I think that's going to be a challenge for Riverheads as well. I don't think you know this will necessarily be a cakewalk for them um, in their first game back after the disappointing loss. <laughs> Yeah, no question. Again, we're talking with Cody Elliott from the DNR as we preview week five of this high school football season. In the Bull Run District, we talked about East Rock uh, playing TA. Big one, though, tonight is Strasburg and Clark County. You mentioned it, Clark County. They they were up on Central and, and lost 21-14, but Strasburg's unbeaten so far this year. Um, take us through this one. What do you expect out of this one? Well, you know, I've mentioned it several times for the past couple weeks that I thought Strasburg is that team that that is quietly just kind of waiting behind Central and Clark and waiting to make their own statement. And this certainly um, gives them an opportunity. I think so much focus has been put on Central and Clark. And, you know, deservedly so, those are two really, really good teams. Um, but I think Strasburg is a team that believes it's capable of winning the Bull Run District, making noise in the Region 2B race, and, you know, really discerning those two squads. Um, they've been a perennial playoff team. They're well coached, they've, they've got a lot of veteran players. Uh, so this is a good chance for them to, to, to get back on track and or, or to make a statement, I guess I should say, and and really you know put themselves in conversation with Central for that bull run title and and, and earn some respect. Um, I think they've been overlooked a little bit because of some you know unique situations around their program early this year, but um, you know I think they're certainly capable, and this is a big rivalry game for them, so uh, this, that should be a good one as well. And um, it, it's a Difficult task for Clark County. I mean, two back-to-back games against two really good teams, and with you know a lot of attention, a lot of focus, a, a good atmosphere. Um, to play one of those games is challenging enough, but to play two of them back-to-back is going to be really difficult. And Lou Ray's sitting right there. They're unbeaten right now. They go to Skyline, take on a team that actually played uh, John Hanley pretty close a couple weeks ago. But um, this Bulldogs football team is, is kind of sneaking under the radar in the bull run. It seems like. Yeah, they are. They're another one that, that's right there. And, um, you know, I think that they've been as consistent and steady as you would want, want to see out of them so far this season. Um, they've taken care of business of who they've had on their schedule. Um, this will certainly be their biggest test yet. And, uh, you know, we said that just a few weeks ago when they played Buffalo Gap and they took care of business. Um, you know, I think Skyline's a, a little bit more of a challenge. But, I, but you know, if Loray is able to pull out a win here, um, I certainly think, again, that, that puts them in the conversation with Strasburg, with Central, with Clark County. Um, again, we said at the beginning of the year that the Bull Run District is loaded with, with good teams this year, and it's really a wide-open race. And um, At least so far, it, it's, it's proving to be that, that way so far. Also, Page County at Madison County in the Bull Run. Where in the heck is Colonial Beach? That is a, that is a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been meaning to ask uh, Central AD uh, Justin Bruckman what, where, where that game came from or or how that game got on the schedule because i am i'm honestly not sure either <laughs> well i did talk to mario retrosi whose son plays on central's team and he said that uh they they got dropped or something happened with the schedule where they had an open week because the, the, they got dropped because of something that happened and they were just trying to find a game somewhere and this was a team that was open and they 
<laughs> they hooked it up, and, and there you go. So they'll play Colonial I mean, Beach. You know what? I, I do remember that. There was an opponent for Central that, that had their game canceled, and, and, and yeah. So, unfortunately, that's been um, you know part of what's been happening re- in the recent years with all the COVID stuff. You've right. seen more of that last-minute scheduling and last-minute changes. It's actually made for some unique matchups like this. Where, I'm sure, yeah. You know, there's been some Valley schools playing some teams that I don't think a lot of folks have ever even heard of. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about that. I'm looking it up right now. It's uh, – uh, it's east of Fredericksburg by King George, Port Royal. So there you go. We learn something <laughs> every day on this show. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I know you guys have worked hard, put a lot of stuff in uh, online in the paper, but uh, it is week five. So everybody check that out. Get the paper. Check out all the previews and uh, read about all the stories on, on Saturday morning. You can look it up all online, dnronline.com slash sports. Cody Elliott and his crew will have you covered as always. Cody, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Dave.